And it's so fat that you can see it from the All front. Right. Spot with like paparazzi. So who's going to be what god? Huh? What god do you want to be? I don't know. Jesse, what kind of god would you want to be? Kratos. I was I was like, Jesse, it's Aries. It was like, Mars, the god of war. But I was like, oh, I thought it was Kratos. So you want to be Mars? Can I be Kratos? Be, well, it's it's Mars here. We're going with Roman myth, uh, Roman gods. He's Roman. Huh? Kratos. I'm he Roman, became the god of war. But we're gonna go I'm Roman Reigns. He became the god of war. This is not fucking do it then, Jesse. If you don't want to do it, just say you don't want to do it. <laughs> I can't be Kratos, god of war? He's not a fucking real god of war. Oh, it's He's Mars? Isn't it Ares? I thought Nicolas Cage was god of war. Ares is the fucking... That's the Greek god. We're Wait, what are we Roman. doing? Roman. Okay. Do you want to do Greek gods or Roman gods? Because they're all the same. They just have different names. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know Roman gods, dude. You know what? Fuck it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs>Welcome to a very special end of the year episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. I am your host, Apollo, god of music, art, knowledge, healing, plague prophecy, poetry, manly beauty, and archery, also known as Jesse Lara, with Aphrodite, goddess of love, beauty, pleasure, and procreation, also known as Beto Esparzo, and Hades, king of the underworld and the dead, and god of regret. Also known as Joe Ramirez. <laughs> and we are here at the end of the year with you, dear listeners. This is our last podcast of the year. And this is a very special episode because we're going to do things out of the norm. It's also the end of the world. <laughs> Yo, I can't do a deep voice right now. You're not supposed to do a deep voice because mm-hmm. you're, you're... I'm Aphrodite. I you're can't Aphrodite, do- yes. Don't... You guys, you're ruining it. Sorry, Joe. Anyways. I'm sorry. Now I can't fucking do... Oh, In a world where your butt is tighter than your mouth. That's a pretty tight butt. You have angered the god of Haiti. Wait, <laughs> you've angered Haiti the... Oh, Haiti. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Haiti. <laughs> what? What? Don't make fun of my name. I'm sorry. What's wrong with Hades? Hades. No, you said Haiti. Haiti? Haiti? Mm-hmm. No, we're not talking about Haiti. We're Hades. God of fucking fear me. God of fucking. God of fucking. Is there a God of fucking? Probably Isn't Aphrodite, it? right? Yeah. Or Jeremy? <laughs> it's Aphrodite, right? Aphrodite. It's Aphrodite. Hermaphrodite? Aphrodite. <clears throat> Hermaphrodite. You guys are fucking up my spiel. I was I'm doing sorry, this whole talk no. thing all mean and angry and you guys... You fucked your own voice up. You fuck, you well, fuck. it's the end of the year, and uh, this is our last episode for 2015. Fuck your voice. <laughs> and we're here to pretty much grow, talk about certain events in gaming during the year of 2015, also games. Um, we're going to be going through pretty much the stuff we've mostly played. Um, we're also going to be talking about <clears throat> our favorite games of the year. <sighs> Um, if we have a game of the year, we're going to say what is our game of the year or our top games of the year. We're also going to be talking about our most disappointing games of the year. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. And enjoy the show. Of Third Party Controller Podcast.
Well, everyone. It was drawn I mean, wrong. 2015. Twenty fifteen was a year of a lot of news. A lot of downs. Announcements. And downs for Beto. Yeah, it was a really depressing year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was just shitty games. But yeah, I mean there was a shitload of those. <laughs> there was. We're gonna, keep, I mean, we're gonna keep it positive though, guys. Yeah. Hey. Positive vibes. Positive vibes. But positive I mean, push. Yes, Brody. <laughs> for January twenty fifteen. Such games came out. Such as Resident Evil HD Remaster, one of Joe's favorites, Saints Row, Get Out of Hell, and Saints Row 4 Reelected, Dying Light, Grim Fandango Remastered, and Life is Strange. Uh, news-wise for that month, nothing really big happened, but throughout those games, I mean, those are games we've played. Or well, we this was in January? Through. This was January, yeah. Life is Strange came out in January? Yeah, Life Shit. is Strange Episode 1 came out in January. I don't know. It doesn't give me a date. Oh, the thirtieth. It came out on the thirtieth. Oh, yeah. uh, for some reason, I thought it came out like in the summer because when Nick Nick Nick. We didn't really get on that until summertime. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but um, you know, that's a good game. That, I mean, I mean yeah, you both played it. Did you guys end up finishing it at no, all? No, I, 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 I need to get back, get back to, to it. Yeah. You know what? No, I was gonna say I'm gonna finish it by the end of the year, but I really won't. I mean, for me, Resident Evil HD Master uh, was the first game I got for January, and that that was the HD remaster of the GameCube version of Resident Evil, and that one I had a lot of fun. That, that was, game, that one, I was excited to like to play that game, and then it came out, and I'm just like, yeah, I won't get it. And then I saw you playing it, and I'm just like, mm, I'm not gonna get it. I think it's a game like how it's structured. I mean, I've told you in the past, like how how that game is structured. Um, I think it's the kind of game you would enjoy because it is searching, figuring out puzzles, and, and, and there is a lot of backtracking. I think watching somebody, unless you know how that series goes, is it's not fun. I think that's something you would enjoy. But, you know, it, it kind of sucks that your first, like, l- really actually looking at it was, like, kind of negative. It was still, like, the old controllers? How they, were they fixed at all? You can, they, they fixed the controllers so you can have updated controllers if you want or not. But that was, you yeah. You still have that or no? Yeah, I still have it. It's a download. For you? Can, 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 you, can you borrow your download? <laughs> For what? Oh, it's a download. You downloaded yeah, I downloaded it. That was one of the downloads. It was Lo- downloaded. Loan them the download. Well, actually, I Loan think they're down. the Resident Evil for next year. do the share play. <laughs> oh, shit. We can do that. Well, anyway, um, Resident Evil Zero is coming out in January. I, th- I believe yeah. January 19th. And I think they're going to do a disc or a bundle with both of them. Okay. So also, it was di- download only then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, gonna come out on disc. <clears throat> I think they're gonna do both of them on disc, if, I, if I'm correct, or as a bundle. But yeah, um, I mean, Joe, uh, also the Saints Row games, you really like those. They did the the reelected was just a reissue, right? And what about Get Out of Hell? Um, what was so that? I enjoyed the Saints Row Four in general. It was a really good game. Uh, I I was actually I was pretty disappointed with Get Out of Hell. The expansion, it really didn't feel... I mean, it, there was effort into it, but I... What I played of it, it, it wasn't that good to me. Mm-hmm. No, and it was more... <coughs> there was a story to it, but it didn't feel like... Um, I don't know, it just didn't feel as good as as the regular Saints Row 4 game was. So, um, I had some fun with it. I mean, I had fun with the Saints Row, Saints Row 4 again, but didn't really care for Get Out of Hell much. With those, we had like... <coughs> <laughs> Throughout the year, I mean, and, and this list, <clears throat> the list is also going to be coming out um, while we read it for every month and, and the games you played. 
we're going to be seeing a lot of remasters. Yeah, oh yeah. And I think a lot of what we're going to bring up and talk about, I don't think any of these remasters we've finished. Yeah. And do you guys think it's more because we've played it before and we just want a nicer version or newer stuff comes out and you're just... We just want new shit to come out. I mean, for me, like, I've, I've complained about this so many times on the podcast talking about, like, how it's just it's nothing but remakes coming back and just, like, nothing mm-hmm. new. Because, like, like I said, the fucking movie industry, like, when they were making remakes, mm-hmm. still kind of war, but... Because like Pro Point Break com- is coming out pretty <laughs> I soon. I know, Point Break. We saw, I saw a trailer <laughs> for it. You said, like, I didn't even know that was coming out. I completely out. forgot. Like, no, I remember that they did. They, were, they announced it, yeah, but yeah. I completely forgot G- it was going to And then I told you, Real like, quick, too, like, G- I think a lot of people forgot that it was coming out, too. GTA yeah. 5 didn't come out this year, was it? Or was no, it was last no, year. Yeah. Okay. Um, when you bring up the remakes, I, I honestly, I think I only bought, other than... <laughs> was it? Uh, other than, uh, well, because of 20... Of, a lot of shit that went in 2014, like uh, the Master Chief Collection. I was really soured on any That remasters. was last year, right? Yeah, yeah but I got soured. It really soured me on remakes. Yeah, dude. So I think, I want to say Get Out of Hell was, and, and the whole Saints Row 4 package was one of the, probably the last real remakes or remasters that I bought for the year. I didn't really, there may have been something else I'm, I'm missing, or we'll, we'll go through, once you yeah. go through the list, we'll go through, but... I really didn't mess with many of those this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, I just, you know, for the most part until towards the end of this year, my gaming, I didn't buy, I didn't have a whole lot of games to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I was, uh, the whole remaster and re- remake thing doesn't. For me, it wasn't even like that. It was just like the, the abundance of, of, uh, of remakes. It was just like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, I want to play something new. I, I mean, a There's lot good of stuff, games, but yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. A lot of stuff, though, like, I think the stuff that was console exclusive that got remade was good for people who... Because a lot of people who had Xboxes, Xbox 360s, got PS4s. Yeah. So games like... You know, we'll get to it, but like Uncharted, The Last of Us, games that were exclusive to the PS3 that they didn't get to play. I could see those. I understand those. Yeah. But even though when you see them, you're still like, oh, man, it's just another remake. Regardless yeah. if it is a console oh, exclusive man, or not, play this game you're just like, fuck. I mean, and I get it for the other people, but... It's, co- you know, I mean, Joe, you've said it before. It's cost efficient. It's an easy way to make a buck real oh, quick yeah. for the yeah. developers. And they could put it toward a title they're working on at the moment. Yeah. And so there's the good and the bad. But, I mean, I'll talk about it more at our end of the year discussion and, and how we felt about 2015. But that's pretty much what you see a lot of. Um, also, on, on January 27th, this was one. Actually, this was on one of our lost episodes of Third Party Controller when we started uh, recording. Uh, we did a few, uh, a couple recorded episodes, and I think this is one that either, yeah, no, I think it was one of our best episodes, and it would have been the first episode that we put up, but it erased, and we <laughs> lost it. It didn't erase, Jesse erased it. <laughs> no, I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I remember saying that you like, <laughs> fuck, it's gone. I'm like, what do you mean it's gone? <laughs> yeah, I just remember, that's how I said it. Because you know what I did? I did, at first I did, um. You were trying to. I went to save. No, no, no. I went to save as first. I did a save as just to be safe. Yeah. No, 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 no. Okay, you're right. You were trying to put it onto the USB first. I did USB first, and a part of me was just like, "Hey, you should save this first. But I was like, "No, let's put it on my USB. Then I'll save it on here. Save your ass. And then I fucked up, and then that's how I lost it. But um. That's all we wanted to hear. Is you said that you fucked up. Yeah. January twenty seventh. Um, Grim Fandango remastered came out, and that was a game I was really curious about. Because it was um, it was a game that you know called classic. Um, you heard about it a lot how great it was a point and click adventure game, 
and it finally came out. Now I downloaded it for my Mac, and I was able to part with my PS4 controller. But that was one of that was a game I really enjoyed, writing wise, story wise, <clears throat> and and it is a very it's still a very difficult game today if you don't have a guide because sometimes it's just like you don't know where you to go, yeah. you get lost. But I really enjoyed it. I think what I really enjoyed about it was di- the dialogue and the story yeah. in that world. It was a LucasArts game, right? It was a LucasArts yeah. game. Uh, did uh, did they um, redo the all of the visuals with uh, computer uh, generated effects and stuff like that, like in the mm. Star Wars movies? Did they <laughs> add like a canti- uh, like a, a scene with Jabba the Hutt when you fucking in Return of the Jedi when they're all dancing and singing and stuff? Was the he, name? Did he just decide to redo it all in um, Unreal Seven? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's um, it was just uh, cleaning it up and. I was interested in that game. I remember that game, but again, I was just so turned. I was put off by most of the um, just Remakes. the idea that it was a remake and everything again. And even though it was a classic, I just wasn't. <coughs> I just wasn't interested in getting to that. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the month for January, game-wise, news-wise. There wasn't anything really huge. Around that time, um, so for February, <clears throat> Evolve came out February tenth. That fucking game. <laughs> <laughs> Monster Hunter Four came out on the thirteenth of February. The most confusing fucking DLC. The Legend of Z- <laughs> The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask 3D also came out on the thirteenth. Dead or Alive Five Last Round was on the seventeenth, and The Order eighteen eighty six came out on February twentieth. <laughs> I I only played Evolve in the beta, yeah, and even reason. that was confusing yeah. and very annoying. And the whole DLC and everything with that was just that started the entire. I think DLC like jumped the shark with that game. Fuck. It started with that. Um, it was so confusing. I tried to play the beta, and I couldn't get into a game. So after that point, I was like, I couldn't get the game. I was like, I don't want to play this. And I knew people that were like excited about it. And I was initially when I it first heard cool, about the game, yeah. I was excited. And I remember Jesse right away. You were like, nah, I don't know, man. I don't think it's gonna. And and once I actually yeah. tried to get in the beta, and then <laughs> I heard more stuff. And then once I heard the DLC plans, I was like, no, because yeah. it's like you're selling the season pass, but then you're selling other stuff that's not a part of the season pass. And then you have these special editions, and it just it made no sense. And I, I was like, and they, I'm they, not had, they, they had DLC exclusive to different stores, or was it just different types of DLC? They had so many different pre-order bonuses, yeah. DLC plans, and all this Super. shit that it just. You know, I remember... I think they, they when they announced it, didn't they announce the DLC plans before you even saw the game? Wasn't oh, yeah, that one of the big things? Yeah, yeah, they did shit like, this is a game called Evolve, people who worked on Left 4 Dead. And, you know what's, and, and what's fucked DLC. is, I, I, I've heard that the game is fun. It, it is actually legitimately a fun game, but like I've seen the game for as low as 15 or 20 bucks. Yeah. 10 bucks? And I've I seen still, it down to 10. I, will, I would not buy it, it because yeah. I'm like yeah. still like, to buy, you still need to buy the shit. So it ends up being like it's like it's if you pay like a ten, full it's a sixty dollar game. game. Yeah. <laughs> it's but just it's like, yeah, it's like Is there even a community on that anymore? I have no idea. I, 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 I wouldn't so. think it would be no. Is there still like a I mean, this is an older game, but Titanfall, there's still a fucking is it are they still playing that? The last there time is, I played but it's very small. That sucks. A I couple of thousand people. But you know what? When the la- and this was I think it wasn't even this year, it was probably last year when I played it. I wanna say that there was at least a few a few thousand people playing it. Um it was still Easy enough to find a game though to play. Cool. So I mean, it was it was still alive. Yeah, that game was really fun. I really like, I, I like that game. Let's yeah. see, we're talking about old stuff, but let's let's, let's move forward. Mm-hmm. On February thirteenth, Monster Hunter Four Ultimate and The Legend of Zelda: Majora's Mask 3D came out. Um, with the Monster Hunter games, I never got into it, but I really got into Monster Hunter Four. So that was one I was really excited to play. That was really fun, especially with like a group of people being able to connect online or people you knew. 
Um, but one I was really excited for that year <clears throat> was the Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask because that was one I never got around to playing. I heard a lot of things. You know, people, it's a lot of people's favorite game because it's very different compared to other um, Legend of Zelda games, Majora's Mask. But I finally got around to playing it and they had improvements with the save um, saving in the game and a lot, you know, graphical improvements on 3DS. But, um, I never got to finish it. I was right at the end. A lot of games this year I was right at the end. <laughs> Um, but what I played that Majora's Mask is a really good game. Is it my top Legend of Zelda game? No, I think Link's Awakening is one of my favorite ones. Any any of the Legend of Zeldas that are, are different or from the norm. So like Majora's Mask is up there, but um, Link's Awakening was really good. But well, yeah, Link's Majora's Awakening Mask was in what Super Nintendo. Oh uh, no, Link's Awakening was game, on the Game Boy. Game Boy, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, I do have that one. That one's really cool. I mean, but I mean, we can do a whole podcast about what's the top oh, yeah. Legend of Zelda game. Yeah. But uh, Majora's Mask was cool because all the hype. I was like, ah, is this gonna live up to like how how people like were talking really about, excited about yeah. it, talking about it? And you know, it is it is very dark. A lot of things and a lot of moments in that game, um, being able to man- manipulate time, going back and going forward. That was really cool for me in that game. So I could see a lot of like why people enjoyed it and thought it was really cool. But uh, yeah, February twentieth. Oh wait, okay, come on, come on. Sorry. The uh, Majora's Mask was that on the three D XL or the the uh, what the fuck is you it? Can, the, you can the play new three D XL. You can do it on either. It was oh, either okay. you can get it for three D S or the three D XL. The first XL. one that was for the three three D S XL, the the new three D S XL was uh, Xenoblade, right? Was it? Yeah, Xenoblade was the, first, was the first one. one that was only yeah. for three D S. Actually, I heard there's only like two games that actually use yeah, yeah. extra <laughs> um, juice. Majora's Mask does use like so it's not necessary. Use a second camera. No, 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 you can use it. It, it just like so I don't have to buy a three a new three D S. No, no, no. Okay, cool. You you can use um. Are they gonna make any games for the new 3ds? <laughs> it seems like it's they don't want it. They don't want to. Why? <laughs> well, I, it's not really failed because you can use it. <coughs> it. It just speeds up load times. And you, oh, that's there's, just a lot faster. There's certain download games that you can only play on there. Like I think the Binding of Isaac is one of them. Yeah, that and I, I think Xenoblade are like like the two games that are yeah, yeah. that benefit the most. Basically, but, they don't want to splinter the, the. It's not necessary. If you played Smash Brothers on like a 3ds compared to an XL, oh, the load times are so much. Is it really? Oh, oh it's just yeah, time, so But then know. what sucked is like, you know how sometimes you can just hit the home button on a 3DS yeah. and then you can exit out of it? If you were playing Smash Brothers on that, it would have to completely reset your system. Reboot right. it. Oh, yeah. Okay. For whatever reason, memory mm-hmm. or That's whatever. Right. So that they did help. That took a lot, a lot of time. I really don't um, mind waiting. So. Okay. Um, I guess I don't have to buy a fucking new 3DS. <laughs> February 20th, The <coughs> Order. The Order, 1886, released, really? and Joe. Got nothing to say about that game until at that time, because it was $60. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Uh, good experience. Fun little game, if you find it at the right place. <laughs> or if someone gives it to you, yeah. it's fun. That's all I got to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've talked about it. Um, so. one of the, for me, one of the biggest news things for that month of February... Um, and this was announced on February 3rd, <laughs> on um, February 3rd. And I think for a lot of us, we, we enjoy getting our news from games from different outlets, oh, yeah. not just one. Because yeah. we hear different, different opinions and different stories. Yeah. And I think one of the really good websites that I liked a lot, because I felt like they weren't really BSing, closed that day. Um, oh, yeah. It was Video Game Criti- Critic... Joystick, Joystick was yeah. shut down by AOL. Yeah. 
That was a bummer. I remember when that day happened. They they ended up combining with Eurogamer, but it just oh, wasn't yeah. the same. Was it Eurogamer? I thought they opened. I thought Engadget. Uh, oh, sorry, you're right. Engadget. They ended up. Yeah, sorry, my bad. They ended up uh, getting together with Engadget, but it just wasn't the same. <laughs> yeah, um, right right off the bat, you were like, nah, yeah, it just, no. Yeah, it, it was a combined thing, but it was more Engadget than it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, I you know a lot of people ask, you know me sometimes, what's a good website? for like news or reviews and stuff and i go check out all of them and whatever yeah, whichever one you like yeah. because a there's lot always of different 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 di- writers different yeah different. i remember loving i mean i think we were all fans I, I still remember when they closed down too and joe was the one who texted me and i remember where i still it's like if someone died yeah i remember where i was <laughs> and what happened when joe told me that oneup.com One up, yeah. closed I felt like shit. Yeah. Because you got to know everyone. All those writers are yeah. fucking awesome. On James Milky, Shane yeah, Bettenhausen, yeah. fucking. Um, Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover. Yeah. Like, there's so many. Uh, John Davison. Yeah. Like, dude, all these guys. But the guys, way they, they did their. their um, I felt like them more than anyone else, the way they they distributed their media, like the, the, the shows, whether it was a podcast or video, uh-huh. it was. Oh shit! They had retro knots. Yeah, and it was ahead of. I, it, like, it yeah, was, I don't want to say it was ahead of time because I know IGN was doing it, but yeah, but they, they had it. so many more and <coughs> easily they accessible right. too. Like you could have actually seen, like if someone had kept them, that could have been uh, the huge. next TV station. Oh or, yeah, yeah, or yeah, like, yeah. You know, After G four, sure. They were on that. It's. It felt like they were on the path, but yeah, it's pretty much its own network. What it yeah. was, yeah. Like, yeah. You, from different shows, different like even like the One Up show, Broken Pixels, all yeah. Yeah. so much stuff. I fucking love that site they, so much. That's when oh. after that, like I, 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 I kept following like video game news, but uh, not as much as I used to back then because that that yeah. that's the my that was yeah, my go to site kept for you, everything. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the there's always something new every yeah. day. There was something new. There was something new. They um, and you know what. A lot of people, especially the podcast stuff, were influenced by yeah. it. A lot of people on even IGN, like mm-hmm. when you listen to Nintendo Voice Chat, some people, some people on uh, Podcast Beyond or anything else, a lot of a lot of video game um, podcasts or even websites do always credit yeah, them. Credit. Yeah. Always yeah, credit, sure. like they were the ones that got them into it. Yeah. And I think and Jose Jose Otero from um, IGN and he does the Nintendo Voice Chat. I think he worked for one up toward the end, oh, okay. but he even says that what they do is an influence. And I don't know. I think I could say all of us were inspired by them too. Like one up, yeah, when, yeah. When it was cool, yeah. they had like really how cool. they were. And it was Sean fun Baby and all those. The cool, way yeah. they had even Sean like when Baby. they did the <laughs> the one up show itself was like they had segments, and each segment we could you'd have a segment in a different place. They'd be oh, outside yeah. just talking. Or outside of a storefront, or just yeah. something. it was just so cool, like you, the you, way they yeah. would do it. Oh, be like they, a, having lunch and just have a discussion. Yeah. And about you know what? They, they all cool. went different places, and some of them they'd you be know, in Japan and stuff, like had Tokyo Game Show and stuff. That, after yeah. it ended, you know, you you and I would like uh, I was like I remember hearing about like well okay so and so they're gonna start up a podcast, and I think there's still one that started up that they I don't know who's still on it, but I just it wasn't the same. Uh. The only one I give credit to. That still stuck around. That is still still uh, around. And if you ever hear it, it's really fun. It's Retronauts. Yeah, it's Retronauts yeah. still, and it's a yeah. it's still a fucking yeah. fun podcast, man. What, yeah. what was his name? I What's forget cool? <coughs> who who was running. Oh, fuck, I can't remember his name right now. But um, I know every so often they'll get um, uh, Shane Benhausen will show up there, yeah. and they'll yeah. have a lot of the same guys. And it, when I hear it, and I don't listen like, to it too often, it does. It feels like it feels it's like, still yeah, the one up thing. Yeah. Luke yeah. Smith, dude. Luke Smith, freaking. Uh, damn, I'm starting to. It's a fun. That's still fun. Guys, like dude, they, they're, they're the only ones that actually kept the spirit yeah. of what that was. Yeah, yeah. And when I hear it, I'm reminded of it. I've, yeah. I tried listening to some of the other stuff, and it yeah. just, yeah. it didn't. It, 
if it, they were still around and people asked me which I, I would have said that because right, right. they got a show they got podcasts they got all this like they did it like it was great like, yeah I mean, they were it's, it's, it's so ahead. stupid saying that shit but yeah they, they were they were ahead of their time they're great I mean, like, I but Broken Pixels like a after that, you see like Let's Plays is pretty much what Broken Pixels yeah. was doing like, yeah, like almost ten right. years ago. That's basically what fucking yeah, yeah. Uh, PewDiePie fucking yeah PewDiePie Game Grumps I like Grand Game, Game Grumps but yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of a lot of a lot of those is because of, I mean not because of, I don't know if it's because of them but they were I I'm think pretty so, sure they were heavily were influenced inspired. by them. Yeah, like, oh yeah, I don't think PewDiePie was inspired, but I think no, but he he but probably he probably that that I mean it's it's he was inspired by someone else who probably was inspired by them yeah, but like yeah, going back to Joystick yeah like. Oh shit! Yeah, um, but one up, yeah. But a lot of people ask me, like, you know, what website? You and have to just find I, your. You own. have to find yeah. it. Find you have to find you like, your yeah. people. Yeah. You have to find who you like and who writes, because you can't look at a review and it's reviewed by Joe somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they're like, "I didn't like this game." <laughs> and then you have to kind of get to know people, because sometimes they don't like what I like or yeah. or, or their opinion. You kind of yeah. have to treat it like. If they're a buddy of yours, yeah. you know who what they like and what they don't like. What was cool about One Up is like they had like <coughs> people that review the games for specific games. Like if there's a sports guy, there's yeah, like yeah. they had them review sports I games. I think a lot of places still so. do that. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. You but know, it, I don't know for a, for some reason like you you notice like all oh, they re- reviewed a sports game is like oh this guy I remember this guy he loves sports games yeah. so you like you 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 tend to like I don't I don't, I don't know I'm trying to say it right here. Like you tend to kind of like you know trust yeah tr- or, yeah, or yeah tr- you'll, trust you'll, you'll his reviews respect yeah. his you know yeah his be- and you know at the end of the day reviews are at and people get so worked up I was okay but re- reviews are simply one person's opinion of a mm-hmm. game yep. yeah yeah it is what it is I, I I to this day I think it's it's hilarious when people get so angry when someone reviews a game and gives it a lower high mm-hmm. score yeah. and they're like. That game it. doesn't deserve that, but it's like that game doesn't like, deserve an like, eight and a half. You're and being biased, crazy. or you're doing this, or you're being that, and I'm like, it's his opinion. Yeah, it's, his opinion. Yeah. It's it can be biased. If he's into yeah. those kinds of games, he's gonna like the game, and if he doesn't like those games, you know, why well, shouldn't be reviewing it? <coughs> maybe you're right. Maybe it's not his type of game, mm. but maybe it's just he was the only guy there, or whatever the reason. He's reviewing it. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, I, I, I it's funny yeah. to see people get so angry. About someone's opinion, it's, like, it's just an opinion, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, well, it's yeah. it's gonna. What does it matter? Like, it's gonna like, affect the the, the, the meta score like, and all that you, stuff. Do you work for them? No, yeah. don't worry about it then. It's yeah, just yeah. you know you. Yeah. At the end like, of the he's day, he's wrong. Yeah, he's wrong. It's like y'all. Yeah, he's wrong Sterling, that, uh, about his opinion of, of how like, like what he thought of that game. Once who? No, it's just like it's like he gives it like a mediocre review. It's like oh, you're fucking wrong about that. It's like oh yeah, I'm wrong about what I feel about this game. It's like my opinion. You can't say I'm wrong. What's your favorite movie, Godfather 2? Nah, that's not right. That's not. Yeah, nah, that's not your. <laughs> it's like, okay. what? It's my fucking favorite movie. Like that's why I like like uh, when you see like Sterling and Ster- Jim yeah. Sterling is <clears throat> from uh, the Jim Quisition. I respect like his what he says a lot of stuff so much because it, I mean number one it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's brutally honest, oh, and he'll yeah. tell you ahead of time. Like they ask him about fighting games all the time, and he's like, "I'm terrible at fighting <laughs> games. There's no reason for me to review a fighting game. Uh, he's mm-hmm. like, it's not my game, so why would I review it?" Yeah. And he's honest. But at the end of the day, when he reviews a certain game and he doesn't enjoy it or he doesn't like it and he gives it X score, sometimes I'll see him get re- responses <coughs> from people saying, "Yeah, it's this or that," or "I feel like you just said it's like," and he he'll sometimes be like, "You know what? I'm sorry. It's." I didn't like it. It's my opinion. Yeah. I hope. And he's like, if you're enjoying the game, 
That's great. Awesome, I thought yeah, 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 yeah. you. If you yes. enjoy it and I didn't enjoy yeah, it, if yeah. you're getting enjoyment out of it, then cool. That's great. Yeah. You know, go play it. It's that's awesome. I, I wish I could he'll even say, like, I mm. wish I could be that. Yeah. I wish I could feel like that, but I just don't. Mm-hmm. And so it's so funny to hear people complain. So yeah, you have to, you know, search out reviews and look at sites and yeah. I mean, you know kind of get to know how what they what those the person people is, like. Yeah. yeah. And I, just, and it, <coughs> it's more important in this day and age with the way Publishers and developers, not so much developers, but publishers <coughs> try to nickel and dime people for stuff that, you know, I would say like five, six years ago, four years, it wouldn't really matter. I mean, mm-hmm. if you just want to get a game, get a game, whatever. You're on your own. But with the way the practices are now and how, and I feel like a lot of times they're dishonest about stuff and everything else, it's, it's, <coughs> it's important for you to find out, to go and, and get some, you know, some mm-hmm. opinions about something and to know whether it's good or not. Because, you know, Games aren't cheap. They're right. not they're not cheap at all and you know it, it's no one wants to blow $60 on something that you don't enjoy. That's a terrible, you know. They're like tiny a, investments that you yeah, fuck up you on. Know? Yeah. Yeah, you want to play something that brings you a good time. So mm-hmm. I mean it doesn't hurt. So nowadays I would say yeah, it's, it's important for people to if you're if you're into video games, you should, you know, be looking stuff up like that. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. You know. And that was the bummer of of joystick closing because at that time I Joystick was one I would visit frequently because there was a lot of websites that Joystick was well written and they cut out the bullshit. They didn't give you bullshit or clickbaity stuff. No, no, no. And there's some websites that are clickbaity or or everything's written in such a poor manner. Like I'm not look, I'm not great at writing none of that stuff, but I could when I read something I could tell like if this was written (laughs) or (laughs) But I mean it was during a time where for sure, Kotaku, or not Kotaku, <coughs> sorry. For sure, Joystick was one. All right, cool. I'm getting my news. I'll go here first. Uh. Then I'll check out, you know, IGN. Then I'll check out Kotaku. You know, then I'll check out Destructoid. Yeah. Kotaku, and I, 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 you know, I, I brought that up, but they've gotten a lot better. It's And you know what? A big part of it, it's, it's not so much their fault. It is the company that they're gawker yeah, in yeah, general yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's their practices and that's what they want they want all that but i've seen shit, yeah. that in my opinion yeah. kotaku they've got slowly some, progressing yeah and and it ain't perfect it'll never be perfect, oh, yeah. but they've got some people there that when i read some of them, I'm like they, yeah. they've gotten a lot better yeah yeah no they have they have patrick klebeck and they've got another like they're um i respected the hell of the fact they're like you know we're not giving stars or any of that they were one of the ones right off like, the bat buy right. it or don't we're buy it yeah much. buy yeah. or don't buy yeah. is their yeah. opinion and i'm like that's cool man yeah um i remember well uh, kotaku's had its ups and downs i remember when i first started going it was really good and they kind of got like it got shitty, shitty. <laughs> and it's, got, it's gotten better though it's, it's yeah. getting better hopefully like, i know it like it's a lot and better just to name a few is you got kotaku polygon, polygon even yeah. the polygons yeah yeah the, the format it's a little weird um yeah uh, IGN, I mean, yeah, people shit on IGN and people, it's the big established one, but I mean, you know what, at the, it's still knowledge, it's still something else. Well, once, once one up shut down, it's like IGN was the next one up, so. Yeah, that's what um, Destruct, Destructoid, that little, I mean, yeah. I, you know, I, I, for a while, wasn't so much on there no more because once Sterling kind of left his post, mm-hmm. it was just like, but yeah. I go back and it's, it's still not yeah. bad. And yeah, it's not bad. That's a, that's a, a little independent uh, site that got yeah. pretty big for itself, uh, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's impressive to see what they yeah. do. Uh, there's still good sites out there, man. It's yeah. you know. Um, to end to end on this, um, before going into March, what I find funny because we just talked about this earlier, this conversation we just had right now about websites and stuff was also on the episode that I <laughs> accidentally deleted. Oh yeah, it oh, was. Yes. Yeah, it was. We talked about <laughs> joystick. We so talked about all the 
it's good yeah, that yeah. we're going through the year because we talked about one up. We talked about yeah, yeah. We talked about yeah. And it's stuff. probably better now that we have a little better better opinions of that. Yeah, like, yeah. Or we could speak better about it because we've already gone through these episodes and kind of found our flow. Um, no wonder this conversation felt familiar. <laughs> <laughs> now we're on to March, and on March 10th, Hotline Miami Ooh, 2, wrong hotline, number came out. Hotline Bling Ooh, Miami. Hotline Bling. Um, on I'll March 13th, Codename Steam came out, just, and Final Fantasy Type-0 HD. But yeah, with code, like Codename, just real quick, Codename Steam was cool. It was made by the same deep people who did Fire Emblem. I played a bit of it. It was a fun strategy game. That's pretty much it. I, I got it for super cheap. I didn't get it the month it came out. Um, I don't know why. I, I think of Conan Steam was Abraham Lincoln. In <laughs> yeah, he was. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a, a, a Steam world. So um, I also ended up getting Final Fantasy Type Zero HD Day One Edition, even though I didn't get in, it on in day November. One. I got it in <laughs> November. Um, it was fun. I, it was like a action hack and slash. Uh, dim, again, that's another one I didn't play that far, but I was waiting for it to get cheaper. Again, like I tell everyone, you don't have to play games right away. You can wait till they get really cheap. Yeah. But I have not much to say on those two. I was pretty much the only one who played those two games. Uh, but I guess one of the big ones all three of us played was Hotline Miami 2 Wrong Number. And that one I got with the... Uh, it was a collector's edition vinyl, so that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. But uh, whoever wants to go first about that game. Um, I still haven't finished it. Um... But there was, I mean, the, the, like, I love the soundtrack for the first one so much. The second one was, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. It was really good, but it wasn't, it wasn't as good as the first one. Um, control, control scheme was a little bit different. Some of like how you can control two, two players at, or yeah. two people at once. That was really fun. It was harder too. Yeah. It was a lot harder. Um, I can't fuck. I got, I can't remember that game that much. And, uh, it was definitely trippier because it would go back and forth in time. Yeah. Um. <coughs> it's called Hot, Hotline Miami, but there's some parts, some parts in Hawaii and stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> from, like, it was, it's a, I, I, I love those games. Yeah, I, those are yeah, really, yeah, really fun. Did you end up beating it, Beth? No, I never beat it. I oh, beat okay. the first one. You can kind of consider them kind of like a puzzle game because they're like, the, the patterns of the, well, they change up if you fuck up the, the, their patterns, but I, I consider it kind of like a puzzle game because there's like certain things. It's, it's like old, but not oh God, I this. like the Mega Man game or even NES games. I like how you kind of have to memorize a level yeah. before you before you can actually get far enough because you got, you got to remember where the, the people enemies are and will, all that we, stuff. That's will what it react like. differently at yeah. times, but the layout of a level, yeah. If you memorize that and you figure, okay, I can go here, you I can kind of know the positions of everybody. Can, you know, do things to make it easier for yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's not the game like you can go in and go fucking guns blazing. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it can actually hard, work, yeah. but yeah, it'll be a very difficult <laughs> game. I guess mm. there's some stealth elements <coughs> to it, though. Yeah. Yeah. Fun game. I spent a lot of time yeah. with that. Yeah. Both in the original one too. I that played game? and I played a lot of the original one this year. Uh, the first getting one? ready yeah. to finish uh, yeah, yeah. for this one, so I was the, fir- uh, the first one. I fucking loved. Yeah, um, yeah. first one's a classic. What was the? What, when did it come out? A uh, Miami March. Yeah. 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 Um, when I finally, g- I ended up getting it around July because okay. that's when I picked up the, uh, right, yeah. the vinyl at yeah. 8-Bit, the yeah, art yeah. gallery. Um, I, I haven't played much, but it, it was a huge, not a huge improvement, but it w- I could see the improvement from Hotline Miami to Hotline Miami 2. Yeah, yeah. Um, music was different, but I, it was still really good music. Yeah. 
And I think one of the things I could really say about it that I enjoyed was that po- when you paused, it was like pausing a VCR cassette. Oh, yeah. It looked like <laughs> yeah. tracking really on cool. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about it. <laughs> that was cool. Anything else on Hotline? No. I just, I know, um, when, the, I know when the Hotline blinked. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the big uh, news things for March, real quick. I mean, we won't talk that much because later in the year, they'll we'll talk more about it when it comes up. But Nintendo of Japan announces their affiliation with Japanese mobile game developer DNA and Nintendo NX, a new game console. So they ended up talking about something later. I mean, about what game they actually released for mobile. But it hasn't even released yet. We'll get to that later. Um, But then you heard word of Nintendo NX. That's still up in the air. So that's something that was... um, was, That was something we did talk about, actually. We did talk about it in our first episode. Yeah, yeah, so the the DNA stuff. Yeah, DNA, and then also Nintendo NX, and at that time no one knew anything. And yeah. having this new console, we still it's don't kinda, know. And kind of, sh- I mean, there's been a little bit more light shine on it, but there's been rumors of dev kits. Yeah. There's been rumors of Foxcom already <coughs> getting the orders of how many to make. So that's pretty much all we really know. Um, <clears throat> you know, um, controller patents maybe that will be for it, but yeah, it's all still up in the air. Mm. But yeah. We're going to get to April 2015. On April 2015, we had such games as Dark Souls 2, Scholar of the First Sin. On April 9th, we had I Am Bread. (laughs) On the 10th, we had Xenoblade Chronicles 3DS. For a new 3DS XL. And Mortal Kombat X. So, Beto, you played I Am Bread. Joe, you played Mortal Kombat. (laughs) And I played... Xenoblade for 3DS. It was Xenoblade on the 3DS. Smaller. That's pretty much it. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> liked it. Yeah, I really don't have much to say about I Am Brad. I mean, <clears throat> I only played the first two levels, and the second level was fucking hard. Um, yeah, I don't have. I can't, I can't really <laughs> form a full opinion on it because I really yeah. only played the first level. Mortal Kombat was. Mortal Kombat was fun. It, it was a fun game, but I just I. It never really sticks. It's hard for me. I got bored with it. Not not to say that I <coughs> that it was bad or anything. I just after a while I was like, yeah, okay, it was fun, and, and it just passed. And I was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah. And uh, Dark Souls: Scholar was first in. Uh, nice three words, man. Fuck that game. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, going on to news that month. This was one of the biggest news things for April. I also forgot around March was the rumors of the whole Konami and Kojima conspiracy. Fuck, that's when it started. Yeah, that's when it started in March. And on April 27th, following the cancellation of Silent Hill, Konami delisted it from the New York Stock Exchange. So I think the whole Silent Hill thing started happening around March. But around that, I mean, we already know how everything ended, but it was when you're hearing the rumblings, when they took it off PSN, you couldn't re-download it. All this stuff was going... No one knew what was going on. Everyone heard all the rumors about, you know, Kojima's team being mistreated. Konami just, you know, we know that whole story. We've been pretty much, you know, um, talking about it. I mean, probably every other episode we had this year was talking yeah. about something Konami did. Just Konami shooting themselves <laughs> in the foot every week. I mean, all in all, I mean, like, you know, last episode we talked about Kojima finally was able to start his own company, Kojima Productions. But for a year of news, that was fucking crazy. Yeah. That whole Konami P- Kojima thing. When did PT come out? Last year or earlier this year? It was last, last year. Last E3, right? Oh, shit. 
shit. Yeah. When did? Yeah, it was, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's been a long time. Mm-hmm. I still play that every once in a while. It's fucking yeah, it's, it's so good. <laughs> but I mean, that that was during everything, and and you know, we've talked about it, so I'm not gonna bore you. But yeah, around that time, that's just when everything was happening and how crazy it got. Right, and it was it was the thing about that. It was just a, it was like a basically like a year long drama. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, it really. <coughs> those those were my stories. We could talk about that all day, but I mean, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was I mean, we already talked about that. Yeah, yeah we fucking know. We've done that one. That's like, I think that's like the the biggest topic we've had every every week, like or most most consistent topic we've had, mm-hmm. or that we had actually for the past six months. <laughs> now we're on to May, and in May, one I know that was this is one of Joe's favorite games, Wolfenstein: The Old Blood. On May 26th was Ultra Street Fighter 4 for the PlayStation 4. And on the 29th was Splatoon for the Wii U. So, for, I mean, uh, like Ultra Street Fighter 4, I was excited to get it for PS4. It was just 20 bucks, and it didn't work well. Yeah. It was buggy. Yeah. Um, sound was all messed up. And it was really bad for Capcom because originally that was pitched as the... Ultra Street Fighter 4 was pitched as the evil game to play at EVO. And then it was so bad that they went back to the Xbox 360 version of that game. So already that was kind of like bad for Capcom. That was bad for Sony because of all that. It not, you know, working. Mm, outsourcing. See what happens when you outsource? <laughs> That's exactly what happened to um, Halo. Yeah. <coughs> Five? Uh, the Master Chief Collection. It got outsourced. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was all fucked up. Yeah. What about... um? Wolfenstein, Joe. Wolfenstein, you know what? It was, it was basically... I was a big fan of Wolfenstein in the New Order. Um, the old... The old blood was... It was more of the same, to be honest with you. Um, I don't even think I ever... I didn't finish it, but... I I will get back to it. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed Wolfenstein. It's just... It's... You know, you're... Kind of like that old school first-person shooter type thing. And um, I'll get back to it. It's... Um, but... What I did play of it, it was, it was fun. It was more of the same, you know. <coughs> but I appreciated the fact that it wasn't a $60 release. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is where you know there's not really any news. In the summertime. For that, because it's getting toward the summertime. And now these are the games that came out for June. If we have any. For June, we had Batman Arkham Knight. Yeah, that was pretty much it. June's yeah, big game was Batman Arkham Knight, which I won't say much because it's one of my last... I mean, you'll find out at the end of the show, but... Yeah. Batman Arkham Knight. We'll talk about we'll that. We'll talk about that later. That was one of the games of the year. Not good or bad, we don't know yet, but we'll talk about that. We'll discuss that. Hmm. I think they already know if they've listened to the previous podcast. Yeah. Uh, news-wise, that month... That was leading up, I mean, Club Nintendo was discontinued in North America, which was their little service if, um, <clears throat> that happened on the 30th. You know, if you got Nintendo games, you get Nintendo points, you can use them for downloadable games, extra merch, kind of cool stuff. They ended that. Pretty much copying Pepsi points, remember? <laughs> Pepsi that points. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much it. They just canceled that. But I mean... Heading now to June, that's when we started our podcast. Uh. 
So we ended up talking about most of the games we played, games that released, and also topics around that time. A shitty sound. I'm with shitty sound. Great, <laughs> so with that, um, we're going to end this part of the segment because if you want to hear anything else coming out through that year, you can just listen to the old podcast. Mm-hmm. The more recent ones. You can, you know, because if you've been a fan of the show from the beginning... <laughs> you don't want to regurgitate the same stuff over and over again. And if you're just joining us, you better get the fuck out and get up to <laughs> <our old> shit. <laughs> but yeah, um, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about our favorite games of the year. If we have games of the year and our most disappointing games of the year. See you in a bit. Welcome back, and it's the end of 2015, and with 2015 came a lot of games and news, but this is a topic I kind of want to talk about, and I'm going to start off with you, Bethel. Yeah. What were your favorite games of the year? What Do you have a game of the year? If not, what are your favorite games? And also, what were your biggest disappointments of the year, game-wise? Honestly, like... My favorite game this year was, is, um, Rocket League. Rocket League was a really, really fun game that I didn't spend any money on because it was free for the PSN. And it's, uh, just like Demolition Derby Soccer. It's like, it's fucking so silly and and fun. I I just pick it up and play a game for like Mm -hmm. 20 minutes and then put it back down. It's also, because I I like playing games with groups of friends that I know. In this game, you can just pick it up and play with anybody. It doesn't really matter. Some, and it, it seems like everybody's like really friendly <laughs> on the because you could you could like write texts to like to each other like during during games mm-hmm. and stuff like send each other like little <coughs> kind of like a chat room like like on the PCs if you stuff. And everybody seems like really friendly when you're playing it. So it's 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 like the I haven't like giggled like a little schoolgirl. From a game like ever, and I when I started playing this game, it's like Cody, Jesse, and me we would play together. And oh that's, yeah, that's that was all. Fun. We were just a, it was like a giggle fest. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just it's, it's just so silly and fun. It's yeah, like, yeah. It, I mean, obviously, it's a game that didn't take itself too seriously. So yeah, it's it, it's really cool finding out now like that how successful it's been, and like it's it's made like so much more money than it, it than I'm pretty sure anybody expected. Um, another game that I it was really fun playing Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain it took me a while to play it I kind of took some time off it was really fun it was it's um, I think I have to play it again just just to understand more of the story because I didn't there's a lot of cassette tapes that you gotta listen to to kind of get the backstory of everything but that was that was a really fun game just just the gameplay of it was real so much fun just just being able to like beat certain missions differently like using different weapons and your buddies and all that um i'd say my biggest disappointment though was fucking arkham arkham knight batman yep. 
It was. I was so I was like excited for that game, and then I played it, and then you had to be as a Batmobile, and I really did not like it. Mm-hmm. They, you felt for it felt forced. Like they they ran out of ideas. They, they, I'm sure like they want to like in, incorporate the Batmobile a lot more into the game. Just because like it's the Batmobile, it's like really it's synonymous with Batman. Um, but yeah, it was it, it just felt too forced. Like doing the stupidest shit on in the Batmobile. I just wanted to play and just glide everywhere during all throughout Gotham. Yeah, and not having to use not having to be forced to use the. It was easier just to glide. Yeah, it yeah. Would, it would have been cool if it, like, if they had you like oh you could choose the 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 Batmobile if you want you can you can use that or you just glide somewhere. But sometimes you had, you had to use the Batmobile, and then. Like the monotony of it, just it, having to do similar missions over and over and over again. That really, it really, it really soured me through 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 with the with the uh, Batman series by Rocksteady. Uh, I think that was it. My biggest disappointment. Yeah, another big disappointment was just not a game, not a lot of games that like really intrigued me. Like uh, there was a lot of remakes, and then there was like some games that are just. Like Star Wars, like oh, I was really looking forward to it, and then you see all this stuff. Like it's, it's pretty much like a incomplete game. You buy a hundred twenty dollar game for some fucking bullshit. It's almost like it's not, not so much. It's not so much the games. It's the business practices yeah. that yeah, they're yeah. using. Yeah. To hide, to you know, to make these games, yeah. you know, to make as much to nickel and dime people. Yeah. Get as much as they can out people. <coughs> I, I think I think those are my, my two most disappointing things and my two favorite games. Maybe not the best games, but ones that I played constantly and more, more often. That's it. Yeah. So, so no game of the year for you, right? Not really. Nothing stood out enough. No. Okay. What about shitty? Shitty game of the year. Is there (laughs) Arkham Arkham Knight? Arkham Knight. Arkham Knight wins the award. I mean, Joe. <laughs> um, I'd say the game that, and I'm, I'm gonna go <coughs> agree with Beto that the game I played the most of <coughs> and had the most fun of fun with is um, Rocket League. I I just I played so much of that man. Um, I'd go so far, me personally, what I would say that it was basically my game of the year because mm-hmm. I played so much of it. It was mm-hmm. so much fun. Um, I played. Multiplayer games. I played. I played a shitload of single player game. I just it was. I could sit there and play that all day. I, never, and I rarely play those. So, so I did seasons. I, I was yeah. just yeah. It was just, and then, I don't know, man. It was just, the concept of it was just so fun. Yeah. <coughs> I spent a lot of hours playing that. Even when I would get a new game, I was like, I'm just, I'm just, I'd end up going back to that. I'd kind of like I'd play a new game and it was like, oh, it's cool. That's that's, that's all right. Let me play Rocket League real quick and I start playing that again. <laughs> So I, I played a lot of that. Um, another game I had a lot of fun with this year was Life is Strange. Even oh. though I haven't finished it yet, just in general, everything I played it so far and just like the story and everything, it's been so cool. And I mean, you know, maybe yeah, it, it could turn. I mean, I just like something, but <clears throat> I put a lot, of, a good amount of time in that, and I enjoyed playing that. Mm-hmm. And uh, had a, you know, I've had a good time with that. Um, I'm trying to think of any any other games. Any, Madden. Madden. <laughs> of course, you gotta go Madden. Um, what else? 
Hotline Miami too. With, yeah. uh, you know, and it's 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 ironic. It's early. It's crazy because like you most you, of the games are early, the early the early games you kind of tend to forget about. Yeah, and but I think it? but what for me, what hooked me more this year than anything were, even though yeah I, I bought games this year, but what hooked me more than anything were usually the smaller digital yeah. games. Mm-hmm. You know, they're so much more creative, <clears throat> so much more. You know, they the triple A. I feel like the triple A games their formats are so it's so formulaic you know what they're gonna do it's easy to it, it just it doesn't feel new anymore <clears throat> and then there's certain games out there that are really big i mean we're getting to the point where like you know you're, you're hearing developers and publishers talk about how you know it's you know fan demand and it's true friends people i, I feel like people are Gamers are so they they throw the entitlement card. I paid sixty dollars, so this game needs to be. <coughs> it's a it's a fault of the gamers, and it's also a fault of developers and publishers. Gamers start crying like, "Well, I paid sixty dollars for this game. Mm-hmm. I only got ten hours out of it." Yeah, and I feel like it, like like the consumers, you know, with people like bitching and complaining, like, "Oh, the game's not." People care more about the filler now, or people were bitching about how a game wasn't worth $60 and you know because it was it was only you know X amount of hours long <coughs> and, and to some degree I agree because $60 it, it is an investment but I mean if you get a solid rewarding you know even fucking 8 hours man if it's a fucking amazing 8 hours I, I don't get why people bitch about like well it was you know I didn't get there's no extra stuff to do it's bullshit yeah. you know and then I felt like publishers heard that and they're like okay well we need to put more shit in there and like Ubisoft, it's basically like Ubisoft turned it into a formula. So every fucking game they have is, all right, there's a story. Mm-hmm. And then here is a million fucking missions you can do just to pad your time if that's what you want to do. <coughs> and Batman, like you're saying, like you do, it was repetitive. That's what it becomes, man. I mean, mm-hmm. like these missions, it's like everything is like, oh, I'm going to, uh, I got to go climb this tower mm-hmm. to unlock map, which is just a way to fucking extend, prolong the, the game. <coughs> yeah. I've I mean, to go do the story was fun. There's some really good parts in that game, but the 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 bad outweighed the good in this game. Yeah, so. and I mean, and I think like the Ubisoft model is is indicative of what people were complaining about like a few years back about mm. game's not worth it. It's not worth it, and I feel like yeah. game, gamer entitlement is a real thing, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, when people start bitching and complaining. It's like you know, and again, social media gives rise to these being able to bitch, people bitch and complain about everything. When a game is, you know, <coughs> if you get like a a fucking amazing experience in an eight to ten hour game, you know whatever that game may be, and you're still gonna complain. You're like, oh, the story was good, but I mean after it was done, what was I gonna do with it? I'm like, well, okay, well, you got your experience. You know, eight to ten hours is still not bad. Mm-hmm. You can go to the movie theater and pay ten dollars, ten twelve dollars, whatever the fucking whatever it is, to watch a you know ninety minute movie. So should you pay? You know, it, it really doesn't. If the quality is there, everything else shouldn't matter. And I feel like when, in this day and age, with everyone just throwing extra shit in there, it, it dilutes that quality, mm. man. It just, it just takes away from the focus of a fucking tight, uh, what a good game should be. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> and, uh, more and more and more. Yeah, so it was, you know, for me, it's just, it's, you know, and that's why I feel like when you have these smaller games, Rocket League. Rocket League is just fucking soccer with cars. Yeah. There's no other bullshit. Yeah. It's, it's dumb fun. It's, yeah, it's dumb fun, but it's pure. I don't have to worry about unlocking this or doing that. Yeah. 
as I play, shit gets It's fun unlocked. unlocking stuff. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but I mean, in that game, it, it makes sense. You know but you don't know what you're unlocking, so you get, you unlock something, you're like, oh shit, that's cool, I unlocked yeah. the mariachi hat. Yeah, um, Hotline Miami, it was just, it was all meat. There's no filler. It's just, yeah. it is what it is, man. It's hard. Go it's out tough. and kill motherfuckers. Yeah, and, and it, it made sense. Um, games like, um... Life is strange. You know, you oh. have the storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not heavy on, you know, you're not shooting a million things. You're not not the stuff. best acted, but it's still really, really <coughs> After the first two episodes, it was, first episode and a half, it, was, it got better. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it's, it is, it's, it's a good experience. Um, <coughs> I feel like, you know, you're, you're never going to appease all the fans. But you should be trying to, don't, not worrying so much about if we have a million missions or not. Make a good game. That's what it boils yeah. down to. And this is a year that I just didn't feel like it was there. There's yeah. a lot of good stuff. Don't get me wrong. There, there's good games out there. Like, and Witcher 3 is getting a lot of awards. And I've played a little bit of Witcher 3, and, and it's it's solid. But, I mean, you know, I mean, per, me personally, you know, people are like, it's a 100-hour it's a game. I'm like, I don't have 100 hours, man. I don't know if I'm <laughs> yeah. going to ever have the time to play that game. Yeah. Kudos to anyone that does. If you have the time, cool. You know, I mean, you got that time, you don't. But, <clears throat> you know, someone, I'm married. You know, I, I, got, I have my wife. We do things, you know, and and someone that loves games and has kids or anything like that, it's, you know, it's, it may not be, yeah. And and if he does, tell me how you do it because I mean, fuck, I can I can't even do it. I don't even have kids, and you know, I don't have the time. Um, so it's just, um, I felt like overall it was a disappointing year for the most part. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of disappointing games and games that I was just like, ah, I was excited for whether it was. It's like what, like you're just thinking what could have been <laughs> so yeah. with some games. Yeah, and then, like, you know, you get a game, and it releases, and it was, um, especially when it came to AAA games, between the business practices, how how they were selling stuff, um, problems with games. Season passes. Know. Yeah, Ultra Street Fighter. You know, that's an example. I, yeah. didn't, <clears throat> I didn't really see that many issues mm-hmm. when I played it. Yeah. But it, I know it affected the total number of people that playing it on PS4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it wasn't, you know... It, it put a dent in it just kind of put a damper on things where you're like man yeah. you know it's kind of made it, that. like well it made it kind of difficult to try to play a set the two players right? oh trying yeah to, it barely to started second, working yeah. out trying to connect two two fight sticks to to the game like jesse couldn't even do it like i i, I didn't even know how to do it until recently they <laughs> updated uh, it they yeah, fixed yeah, it and um so there's that and there's just i mean it was you know i, I felt like the independents were the only ones that really got it they are yeah. keeping to what is you know what what a game should be you know and it goes back to, um, I mean, we've talked about it a million times, but I'm going to say Super Mario Brothers, man. That's that's, that's the, the feeling you should get. Like when you play Super Mario Brothers first time, I'm constantly looking for that feeling when yeah. I play a game. I want to be like wowed. I don't really care so much about the graphics. And obviously, graphics ain't that important to me because most of the games I'm picking graphically aren't fucking... Oh, I'm Miami. Yeah. <laughs> but, um... There was so I, I don't even I couldn't even name the amount of disappointments I had this year. Oh yeah. You know those three games were, were good. And there's some there's there's game game two that I'm playing that I have been solid. Um, I haven't finished them, so it's hard for me to say that they're my favorite games or games yeah. of the year or any of that stuff. But like uh, Tomb Raider is a great game. Mm-hmm. I've uh, been playing Tomb Raider, Halo Five. It's more Halo. It's kind of disappointing again. You know, you go, you go through that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It's not a bad game. Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. But I feel like at this point, you're just like, you're yeah. not doing enough to extend <clears throat> that experience. Yeah. Um, Bloodborne was a great game. Bloodborne was really, re- really good game. Um, I, I, it's a very hard game, though. <laughs> so I didn't finish it. But that was fun. That was a, a cool experience. I, I'm digging that. Um, let me see. What else am I missing? 
Fallout 4. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, Fallout 4, a little disappointing to me. Uh, it, it, I, was, I was happy that it was out. Um, I started playing it, and I'm just like, you know, it's, it's cool, and, you know, maybe it, it just it hasn't hit me, but I know, like, yeah. when I played Fallout 3, it hit me. I played it, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking cool. It's fun. And I just haven't found that in Fallout 4 yet. Yeah. I think they're, they they made this great game, and it's, it is a big game. It's a Bethesda game, and, you know, they do what they do, but... It, for whatever reason, and it may not even be the game's fault. It may just be the year and how I've yeah. just been seeing games. It hasn't done it for me, not like especially not like Skyrim or something. Oh, yeah. How other games that I have in the past, Skyrim Fallout Three right away. This um, game is taking more time. Like I'm still not even into yeah, it. I haven't like, played it. Like, it may not be the game's fault. It may just maybe it may yeah. be my expectation of what was going to come. Um, so yeah, it was just kind of. A, I mean, in ways, it, it was a bummer of a year. But you know what? Like any other year, man, <coughs> you find the good. You find the good within the bad. Mm-hmm. You know, the three games that I, I named, I spent a lot of time with. I had a lot of fun with. So, yeah. you know, there's always good stuff to be out there. There's always good stuff to be found. Cool. Yeah, um, for me, like, my favorite games this year, um, I I mean, I really, really enjoyed. I spent so much time with Persona 4 Dancing All Night. That game was fucking awesome. It was a dance rhythm game. I play that shit for hours. Um, everything about it from, like... I never got around to finishing Persona 4, but I knew the characters. And even having that storyline, uh, this new storyline in the dancing game, the music they did, the remixes, I don't know, I just had a, a huge amount of fun with it. And it was, like, the first time I played my Vita in years. <laughs> so that was one That was one I really enjoyed. Um, Metal Gear Solid Five. Shit, I what ninety five hours? Probably more now that when I just kind of dabble in ninety five hours in two days. Yeah, no, no, no. It was in <laughs> five days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and another one, I really like you just talking about um, Fallout Four. My first experience was Fallout Three. And I remember really enjoying being inside. I mean, I've talked about it already on the podcast. Being in the vault. But once you got out, I didn't understand how to play the game. I didn't know where to go. Um, Something killed me right away. But I think throughout the years, finding out from people who are fans of it and what I had to do, it kind of prepared me for 4. So 4 kind of became, not really, but my first experience. And I I was able to take off. And like I I understood how to play it now. I want to go back and play 3. Um, but I really liked the world. I liked how everything was and just like, I mean, you guys didn't get that far in it, but there's characters that you meet in on the way, um, certain like scenarios and, and just a lot of cool stuff that like, I can't really talk about because (coughs) I'm I'm not saying it's not there in three. I think I just, that was the first time three was the first time, like even wrapping my head around that type of game. And I got Skyrim when that came out. And even that, I, I still couldn't wrap my head out yeah. around the game. Well, and and I, you know crazy. what? Now that I'm thinking about it right now, I think what got me to finally probably enjoy that type of game is that I finally, from th- Fallout 3, I mean, learning from friends, like I just said, but from Fallout 3 to Skyrim, I think when I finally was able, able to figure out how to pick lock something, <laughs> that's what made me enjoy it. Because I couldn't do it in Fallout 3 and I couldn't yeah. do it in Skyrim. Skyrim yeah. But I finally got it on this, but... I really enjoyed it, and I'm going to get to my disappointments right now, and I think I figured out a lot of stuff probably this year for 2015, 
but I enjoyed Fallout. Biggest disappointments, Bethel already talked about it. I mean, he said it pretty well. Batman Arkham Knight, I did not enjoy that. I thought the story was not well written. Um, the gameplay was there, but Batmobile, how everything was constructed, it you were in a bigger city, but I still felt confined. Not not as bad as like Arkham Asylum. Not like not like that. I mean, you were able to go anywhere in, in Arkham Knight, but I guess it just wasn't the game I really wanted. And um, the Batmobile was a, a big thing about it. Um, it felt like you were just playing a prettier version of Arkham City. Yeah. Um, a lot of people go, well, how can you you know, play um, oh, with the Batmobile and, and oh, well, you know, like, I'm fine with just flying. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's better gliding than using the Batmobile, but nothing was open. Everything yeah. was blocked off. A lot of areas were blocked off, so you weren't really able to go free around the city. Yeah. Um, but, like, things they did even with characters, um, villains, like Hush. Um, the Scarecrow, actually, the Scarecrow stuff was kind of cool. And, mm-hmm. and if you haven't played completed uh batman um arkham knight i'm gonna spoil something so if you want to forward real quick i'm just gonna say it real quick now i like the joker stuff that they did in it yeah that was, yeah, that was, that really, was cool. really cool that was really cool so i really wanted to see that the joker stuff they had in it was really cool uh, but all in all that was just one of my biggest disappointments i felt like that game would have benefited more from doing like giving like the old games were you you had like your your combat segments and you know, like the open world, but then having like just sub like three or four, it would have been good if like with three or four scripted Batmobile moments when yeah. you were in the car yeah, yeah. and you raced and it was tightly scripted and it was it was action packed instead there, of just being I think yeah, yeah you're right go go sorry, sorry no instead of just being like you know Free oh roaming, you can use yeah. the band yeah and here's another tank thing or it it would have been better yeah but like yeah you're saying if it was better scripted <coughs> I think maybe that could have helped it because when there was moments where Master Wayne you can't get over this bridge so you need to pull this down like after the fifth time doing that you're like. You don't fucking tell me the same <laughs> shit every fucking time. Yeah. Like, there wasn't a good pacing to it. There wasn't different things to do. It was just like, okay, here's a standoff. Oh, to clear this area, it's just like, really? Can I just, like, provoke them out of their tanks to yeah. fight them? Like, even though it was n- no one was in there, it was yeah. just controlled. But um, another one of my... Di- like, yeah, I mean, Joe kind of brought it up. Halo 5. <laughs> it It's not... Control-wise, multiplayer was good. Controls weren't... Were, one of the best for me for Halo, and it was a nice looking game. Story was just uninspired. It was a piece of shit, man. <laughs> just uninspired. It was, it, look, I, I've been a big. I shouldn't have to watch a TV show or read a book to figure out what's going on. And when I found out from Cody that the team that Master Chief is with in Halo Five is like. Someone, you know, a group of kids, when he was a kid, he grew up with, and they, they all got together, and they they were all a team, and they went through all this shit. That's cool. None of that was talked about at all in that fucking game. You're, you're introduced to Agent Locke and these other team members he has who you don't know anything about, so why do I even care? Mm-hmm. They were there, so you can do four-player co-op online through story. That game in general, I thought, and it showed, it, it's not... Even though they boast that it's the best-selling Halo game, it really didn't do that well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Halo 5 was one of my most disappointing. Um, but I want to say, uh, I mean, you, you kind of brought it up, Joe, and I think this is a little different. 
I think 2015 for games, games in general, I think this console generation, look, I like my PS4, Xbox One is, is pretty good, but there hasn't been anything to push anything. It's not like how it was from PS1 to PS2. It's not like how it was from Xbox to Xbox 360. There isn't that that push. There isn't that next, this is a brand new version of the game. I mean, bringing up Fallout 4. From Fallout 3 to Fallout 4, Fallout 4 is just a prettier version of Fallout 3. Nothing's different. With a very cumbersome menu system and... <laughs> that was a big issue. That was just going back to the fall thing. It's just that mm-hmm. was one of my biggest issues. Was just how, and I know a lot of people like that, and and that's fine if you like that. But for me personally, the menu system, having to go into the menu so much, and I, and you had to do it in the other Fallout games too. But it just it took me out of the elements of the game, and it just you know, again, sometimes just being a prettier version of something doesn't make it a better game. It it again, it just makes it more of the same. And I think <coughs> that was a, one of the big things of the year. It was just more of the same. Yeah. And as good as Fallout 4, I'm not saying it's not a bad yeah, game, yeah. but it's just more of the same. And it's, you know, you kind of want new experiences. <clears throat> you want, and I'm not saying it has to, you know, it doesn't have to blow you away, but I mean, you know, a, a good, you know, to me, more focus on story, more focus yeah. on, and, you know, the, it, it, it helps. But do you get what I'm saying about yeah. there's there hasn't... PS4 or even Xbox, there hasn't been anything to be there like. There are no this killer is, apps. Killer apps were yeah, that was the thing. Well, even that killer system, app, or, but but also seller. what I'm saying is not not even system seller. What I'm saying is this is only possible on PlayStation 4. This is only possible on the Xbox One. This can only be possible on these systems. All these games are just something that's prettier, something that's um, an upgrade of what was done before, but it's not well, the you have to next understand thing. One of the big the big issues of that. Every console generation prior to this generation, when a system was released, it was the most technologically advanced console available, computer avail- available mm-hmm. on the market. Um, Xbox, PlayStation, <coughs> um, Xbox. PlayStation 2, Xbox, PlayStation 2, Xbox. Yeah. Um, but especially PS3 and the Xbox 360 were leaps and bounds for the most part. I'm going to say not completely, but in uh, bounds above what anyone could buy via on PC that it was just like, oh my God. What you got in this generation, and one reason why that it, it is, that, is that you got basically mid-level, you know, PS4 and the Xbox One are basically mid-level ranged PCs. They're not... They're not um, high end to get these experiences that like you want, you know, like, <coughs> like to give you like that only you can only get this here. That that area is gone, man. It's 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 really you know, like if you want to get that, uh, you can. I'm only- not I'm not seeing like graphics wise or, or or the engine wise, but okay, Metal Gear Five. Its gameplay is an improvement from previous ones. Mm-hmm. But it's still possible on PS3 and 360 because it's possible on the systems. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's there's not that huge jump anymore from, like, Super Nintendo to fucking 64 well, it's, it's, well, yeah, or, it's, or PS1. It's diminishing, because it's diminishing like, gains. And at the end of the day, it's like um, it's like TV, man. Like, at, at some point, whatever you're going to get, it, it'll never blow you away anymore. You, we've gotten techno- to that point where the, the eye... And I know it's not always just about but visuals. Yeah, I'm not talking about visuals. Oh, I know. Though. I'm just talking about 
new experiences, yeah. something different, something that's new, but we're just getting rehashes of the same thing. Yeah. And and as consumers, um, we want the same thing, as you can tell from everything from like movies to music to all that stuff. I'm just saying we're seeing pushes if you brought up, you know, on indie games, smaller smaller based games. But because really they're the only ones nowadays that have the balls to do something different. Yeah. And they don't they're not bound by you need to sell X amount, X million amount of copies of something. So if you're going to make that game, you can have a good story, but you better have extra missions because we don't want people complaining about there there's nothing to do after the game's done. You <coughs> you have to have this, you have to have that, and we need to add, you know, this or that in order for people because it's got to be like this because this game sold this many copies mm. so you have to have that so at the end of the so that's what happens so at the end of the day you have an idea that sounds good on paper you're like okay well i'm gonna make a game about this and it could be whatever whatever that game is but now that you're adding this from this game because that's old and this from another game because that's old and then this from another game suddenly when you look at the total package it's so diluted that it's just like well what 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 makes this different from that mm-hmm. nothing well, it's got this story. It's like, yeah, but what do I have to do to get to the story? You have to do all the other stuff. But I can do that in that game. And then it's like, yeah. And I feel like a lot of that has to do with the publishers. And, you know, it's it's all about them making that buck. That they forego those, you know, that experience where, like, <coughs> like there's nothing wrong with having that tight story, that tight game, you know, beat, at, you know, uh, the, whatever the experience is. And then <laughs> it's over. <coughs> and then it's over. You know, I feel like there's nothing wrong with that if it's a good experience. But everything's so homogenized now. Everything everything is just the same. It really is. That's how I feel. Yeah. Like most games, it's all the same now. And if it's all the same, it's like, what's the point of me playing it? Mm-hmm. I've already played this. I played this on the, like you're saying, I've already, like, when you talk about like Metal Gear, like it was, it was that step up. It was nice. But I could play this on the PS3 and the yeah. Xbox 360. Yeah. Because you've already played that. And, and Metal Gear Solid 4, 4 as... You know, for at the time, now that was fucking revolutionary. When we played that, we're like, holy shit. Four? Yeah. You know, when you, I want to say. Which one? Metal Gear Solid 4. Oh, First okay. time we played that, that felt fucking. I was yeah. like, holy shit. That yeah. was an experience. But when you got to five, yes, five looked nicer. But all in all, you're just like, okay, it's 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 still, it's a good game. Not saying it isn't a good game. But you didn't have that wow factor. Yeah. It wasn't there anymore. I mean, we, we can't. But with games, like. There has to be something like there. It can't just be what we have now. And from now on, it's just going to be nicer graphics and something prettier. There has to be something else because it's I would say it's silly of us to think that this is what it is. And that's how it is, because when we were playing games, when our parents or even when we were little, we thought this was it. This is probably how games are going to be. Then we got the Super Nintendo. Oh, shit. Then we got. We got the PlayStation. Oh shit, 3D polygons. I didn't even think that was possible. All this stuff has been happening and then we didn't think it would it would be this good, but now it is. Mm-hmm. It's silly of us. <coughs> I think there's no way that it can only be this. Again, I don't know what that is. I don't know what the next thing's going to be. Is it going to be VR? I hope not. I don't really like that idea. Like games like um, Until Dawn, uh, Life is Strange, stuff like that. That's, That's the, kind of fun. Oh shit! Like. Until Dawn is probably one of my favorite games too yeah, this so year. But I'm just saying, like, it can't just be that. We can't just accept that it's just going to be games that are prettier. Yeah. Again, yes, I understand. There's these companies. 
games are more expensive than they have been. They need to keep a budget. So it's not it for them to spend that money is for them isn't smart. They're not going to try to innovate. They're not going to try to make it better. We're probably only just going to get systems that are just going to make things look nicer. But I don't want to think that's all it's going to be. You're going to go into like the sports games type of things or just update a little bit more. Yeah, I don't, I don't want our games, the games we enjoy. I mean, we, in a way, you bringing up the sports thing, I think in a way we've all given up that all it's going to be is something nicer and maybe they're going to be Slight able to juke. Here and there, yeah. They're going to be able to, oh, look at the fact. Like all you hear now in sports games is their eyes sweats. could blink. You could see all his tattoos. Yeah. Look the at the clothing tackle ripple. Animations are the tackle animations smoother. are better. <laughs> I I I want to believe that it, there has to be there could be something better. I'm, I, I I'm just gonna, don't. I think it's foolish to think it's not. But again, if if that's what it is, that sucks. So what happens to the industry once people are tired of just it looking better? I'm gonna bum you out, and this okay. is probably gonna bum you out to end the co- the, right. the the show because I know yeah. we're getting close to the end. <clears throat> success. I feel like success, especially in certain industries, it it breeds a lack of creativity because now you've got something that sells X amount of copies and to shareholders of a publisher to, you know, whoever is running the company at the end of the day, all they care about is their bottom line when you're corporate and the big AAA publishers, (coughs) that's what they care about. They want to get their, the return on their investment. So, I feel like it's already happening. Is they're scared? They're more and more. You're seeing that they're scared to innovate because they're like, well, we can't innovate. Like instead of making like Far Cry Three, mm-hmm. Far Cry Three was a good, um, <coughs> good game, sold well. Instead of allowing the developer or just hey, you know what? Okay, our next game, we're gonna make a game that's a instead maybe. For all you know, maybe they want to do it. You know what? We want to make a cinematic experience. It's a linear game, but we want to do this. <coughs> but the publisher, Ubisoft, in that case, they're like, no, we need a Far Cry 4. Far Cry 3 sold X amount of copies. We need a 4. Give us a 4. You guys need to make a 4. All right, well, we'll make a 4. Okay, make your game. And then maybe they may have came up with a good story. I don't know. I didn't play Far Cry, much of Far Cry 4. Yeah, yeah. They're just like, okay, but you got to have this because people like this. You have to have that. You have to do this. So you end up getting this. It, it ends up, even though they, they're trying to aim for creativity and they're trying to give you something different, it ends up being more of the same because <coughs> publishers are afraid of different. Because if different, if you do different and it doesn't sell, well, there goes their 40, 50 million. I don't know, fucking. <coughs> it seems like games are getting more expensive every yeah. year. That investment, there goes all that money. They blow that. They're happy getting what they get on these these um these gradual sequels because they're still seeing money but what's going to happen is like you're saying is eventually people are going to be like i've already done this i've already played this and instead of seeing that big drop off (coughs) because they're afraid of that huge drop off their next release Mm -hmm. or the next game you're going to see a gradual drop off and you know eventually people are just like i'm not buying that anymore call of duty's already seen it and i know this one's doing well black ops 3 yeah (coughs) and i enjoy it but (laughs) <laughs> I enjoy it, but you know that they're afraid to innovate. They don't want to tr- actually try to do something new for fear that it could fail. But that failure, that fear of failure, 
is actually leading to their to like a lot of these companies demises the, the demise of these companies i i was telling one of my coworkers, i was like i totally believe a video game crash like the atari like in the early 80s another like where they just crashed and st- people stopped buying them mm-hmm. i said i totally believe there's a there's a good possibility that could happen again <laughs> Because yeah. it's already the creativity is already gone. Yeah. You're already seeing uh, we're getting more and more of these games that are just the same. It's like ah, oh it's it's this, okay, it's five, Halo Five. We've already had five. This is you know, Far Cry Primal. Is basically Far Cry Five. <laughs> you know we've already had this experience. They're not mm-hmm. trying to make these new games. They're just like we just gotta yeah. give them this. <laughs> Although Far Cry Primal, I at least give them props for trying something, something different. Yeah, something yeah, seems different. different. Yeah. But you're seeing, you know, but I guarantee you, Far Cry Primal is going to have a shitload of side missions that don't matter and outposts and this or that mm-hmm. <coughs> that you already saw. So, I mean, I feel like this, you know, and I, it's an analogy that I'll, I, I compare it to this. WWE. Yeah. I'm a big pro wrestling fan. Oh, yeah. In the Attitude Era in the late 90s, <laughs> you know, they had this boom. You know, it was fucking, they had competition. <coughs> it was about sales. making the best TV they could. Didn't matter if they ruffled people's feathers or people were offended by something or other. They were just like, we got to make the best yeah. TV possible. You know, and bam, they win the Monday Night Wars, WCW dies, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're the only game in town. <coughs> then the company goes public. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, before that, it was like, you know, Vince McMahon and whoever was with him or the people with him. Made, they decided what was on TV. This is what's going to go on TV. This is what it is. You know, we're going to do this. Oh, that was terrible. It didn't work. All right, let's do this. Oh, but that stuck. That was good. And, you know, I built a character. This character's great. You know, they do all this stuff. Trial and error. <clears throat> yeah. But all this creativity, all these, you know, they built a lot of characters. They did a lot of good TV. It, it was what it was. Fast forward to now. And now you're, you know, they have like a John Cena is their top wrestler. You know, a few months back, he lost to a new guy. First match, it was the guy's first match, he lost. Mm-hmm. And it was a shock, and everyone was like, oh, wow, he lost. Instead of going, wow, we just built this new guy, this is good. Instead of thinking about any of that, they got this report saying, John Cena's merchandise dropped off by like X percent. Concerned uh, about- worried, concerned about John Cena's merchandise sales dropping right after that show. So instead of building up a new character and someone that they could market off of and you know do all this stuff with, they were like, oh shit, that happened. He needs to win. So they had their top guy, who's been the top guy for like 10 years, years, over 10 years, beat this guy two straight matches to go back to the status quo. Mm -hmm. Well, now they're in a position where, you know, like he's gone right now and a lot of their established guys are either injured or gone. Yeah, there's nobody to build. Yeah, there's no one to build. It's the same guys all in all, and you're seeing their ratings drop, drop, drop. And it's the same with the whole game thing. It's the same analogy. You're seeing these sales come down and down and down, but they're like, well, it only only didn't sell 500,000 less, so it's fine. You know, we just need to to buckle up, and we'll make a game that's got, you know, appeals to everyone. And I think that's the problem, is they're trying to appeal to everyone. We made 20 of them, but this thing sells (laughs) a little bit more than anything new that we're going to make. You know, in trying to appeal to everybody, it's it's affecting the creativity. You can't be that creative that way. Uh. And it's it's you know, I feel like it's eventually going to lead. And then like the price, the cost of, of making these games to make these games so pretty, it's affecting. You know, it costs X amount of dollars because graphics cost money. When so re- in, in in general, there will not be a game 
on PS4 or Xbox that will be only a be you only could play that on that system. I feel like the only way you're gonna get that is from an independent studio. It will not come from, in my opinion, it won't come from a AAA studio. All right. Other than maybe Rockstar, because Rockstar does shit differently. They yeah. Act, Rockstar does shit like a yeah, like an independent. You know, they're they're different. But no, I, I really don't see it. But even, and it's a it's a it's a public thing too. Because what is everyone bitching about right now? They're like, oh yeah, uh, what's going? What was the most? What do you want to see? When is that new Red Dead Revolver game gonna come out? Or Red Dead Redemption? We want a sequel to Red Dead Redemption. It's like. Don't have, you know, it's a, it's like in in a lot of ways the public is you know, the the consumers are also driving it, so it's yeah. it's just weird. It's hard, you know, to yeah, yeah, yeah. really measure. But I feel like, yeah, it's sad to say this, but I feel like the way things are going, mm-hmm. that lack of creativity is going to lead to some kind of a crash, and it's already happening because that's why you're seeing DLC packs and season passes. And microtransactions because yeah. they're like these games aren't selling anymore, so we need to we suck can, more yeah. money out of them. Yeah, it's bad practices. Man. This is the bad business practices, like for the consumer at least. And it just, uh, it's a bummer. I hate to end it like that, but yeah, I just feel like I could see another video game crash coming. Yeah, maybe not as bad as '83 no. because I mean everything you know, technology's gone much so much further that oh, yeah. I don't think it'll ever really truly crash yeah. that bad. But yeah, you could see some bad shit happen. I mean, but again, like. I'm saying this stuff like technology, it's like, we don't know. You know what I mean? I feel like it is. I mean, what, what more can you do? What What is it? What about people who are in the 50s or before? Like, what more can you do? They didn't know about computers. And then that should happen. Yeah, but let me tell you, like, like let's say, yeah, you're right. Let, let's say the next step is fucking hologram. I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying like, right-wise, but I'm just saying like, we don't know what else is going to happen. Yeah, but I mean, if, if. When and and don't you think media, it's, it's a little foolish to think that nothing will, like, you know? I'm talking in a game and a gameplay sense. No, it's not no. that foolish because nothing's happening now, and it's been years. We're we're basically on a new on a new cycle, and they're doing the same things that were being done in the last generation. Nothing's really changed as far as innovation goes in gaming and yeah. making these these except for the small studios because they don't have the money. Because without the money, you have to be creative. And, you know, everything is so ruled by the AAA structure, which I think is already, is not, it doesn't work anymore. Uh-huh. And I think because of that, you know, you just see people, you just, you're, you're seeing, that's why you see so much of the same shit, man. And yeah, the solutions are out there, but I don't think the big companies care I mean, I don't know if that answers like how I know what you're trying. I know you're trying to get at something, but I just don't feel like the big companies care. You're going to have to rely on the small indie companies to find that innovation, to find that game. Like you can only play that here. You can only do that here. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And I mean, and unfortunately those for those small indie companies, they end up getting swallowed up. So that's why, again, I feel like, man, it's, it's a trying time, even though it doesn't seem like it right now. Well, that'll be it for our favorite games and our most disappointing games of the year. Sorry to bum you guys out. (laughs) When we come back, uh, real quick, we're going to end it, and we're going to be talking about what we're going to be looking forward to in 2016. See you in a bit.
welcome back and uh this is the end of the show um real quick guys i mean anything you're looking forward to in 2016 real quick hope last guardian comes out and it's fucking cool yeah. and the legend of zelda for wii u and whatever nx is gonna be yeah. i'm guessing it's coming out next year and uh <coughs> hopefully there is something that it will be for consoles that are only for the new ones when the aliens come they're gonna probe our everything. rock band 5 it'll solve oh, everything no ro- oh you know what <laughs> i think we're all wrong rock band vr that's gonna change everything. No, I won't buy that. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> Wait. Okay. So, are we all in agreement? We're all gonna chip in for this PlayStation VR. Depends on how much it costs. Well, yeah. If we just had to give a hundred each, I'm fine with that. I'll probably do that. Okay. What about you, Joe? What are you looking forward to in 2016? Anything I'm actually like. It's gonna surprise you because I you always call me a hater, but the the Nintendo the NX, because I feel like that's the one of the last big companies that actually does care about creativity. Yeah. And yeah, Nintendo. I'm looking forward to seeing what what they do with that console and what it is in general because it's something new, you know. And Nintendo always does weird things, so I would say that's probably the the one thing I'm looking forward to the most. Better. Um, something a bit new. Uh, something that really interested me was um <coughs> during E3 Firewatch. Remember Firewatch? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. something I'm, I'm, I'm looking <coughs> yeah. forward to. That just looks fun. I hope it's good because it, it 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 looks really pretty and it, it just seems like really interesting, very very uh, mysterious uh, game. What was that little the game Horizon? What the fuck? <coughs> Dawn of Horizon, Horizon Dawn. Remember that? When he fight when the girl fights that giant. Oh yeah, Dawn of Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for looks, PS4, yeah. that looks crazy. Uh, I mean, if it comes out next year, I'm hoping it comes out. Yeah, next yeah, year. yeah. By the people who made Killzone. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. Looks, yeah. That looks fun, but also um, Madden 2017. <laughs> 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 <Hell> yeah, <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Last Guardian. I, I really hope it comes out next year because that, that's that's something I've like we've all been waiting for 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 years. <laughs> I I hope it's not a holiday title though. No. I mean, it won't sound as much. What, what? I don't think so. When you when you're going because if another Call of Duty, my feeling is if it let's say it's given like an October release date, it'll get pushed because yeah. whatever Call of Duty or whatever is coming out, it'd be cool if it was like before summer. Yeah. In August, though, I don't know. I hope, I hope it's during that time. Street Fighter comes out what February? Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Really looking forward to that. Street Fighter. Um, then the probably another game, but that we we all don't want to like. I mean, we don't like. Sequels or just it. new games but and stuff. It is five though. I just remember Uncharted, <laughs> the it's next Uncharted five. game. Uncharted. Yeah. It's like four. Four. Yeah. Another Uncharted. They're just throwing it out there. It's, yeah, that's the only thing. Like <laughs> you want to you, you see new shit, but you like I kind of want to see another Uncharted game. Now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, me. like shit. If here's another one too, and if it fucking works. I honestly feel like it's going to be something that's talked about and then it's going to die real quick because it just keeps getting shown. No Man's Sky. Oh, yeah. There's so much hype behind that. Here, here's another I'm thing, kinda too. I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm losing interest with that game now. Dude, if they were able to do it where you can really go to any galaxy and, like, how's that going to work? Yeah. That could be something that's only possible on PS4. But, again, we don't know because it seems there's... There's been more talk about it than actually us being able to play yeah. it. So my fear is when we get it, it's going to be like, cool. It's just an experience. That's all I'm going to play Uncharted 4. Yeah. You know I what I mean? Actually, like, you know, the, how you're excited about Uncharted 4 and, and, you're, and you guys are excited. I 
I have like I feel nothing. To no. be honest with you, like I'll, I'll I will get it, but I guarantee you that it won't be a day one purchase. And maybe I need to see more stuff. But yeah, everything I've seen so far, I'm like cool. I'll get that eventually. But I not like the other games, like Uncharted One, especially Fucking One two. and Two. I was like, oh fuck, I I still want to play that. And then I I got three, and I barely played anything of it. Yeah. But I was excited at yeah. the same time. I was like three. Before I'm just like, nah, I I'll, man, I was already it's already one of my. I'll wait until there's a sale or I find <laughs> yeah. it cheap. It's just. It could be great. Yeah. It could, but I'm just like, yeah. Just more new games. No more fucking remakes. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, one very important thing that happened in oh, 20... One, sorry. One thing that you're, you're talking about, like... Sorry. <laughs> my, my head hurts. Um, <laughs> you're talking about how, how there's something... Was it new? With, like, a... What the fuck is it? Like... Like something that would, I guess, revitalize games. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, I mean, what if it's the NX? What if that's that's the new thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Could be. Well, I mean, Never know. I'm pretty cool. I, I like to see what, what Nintendo's going to do next. What new gimmick Nintendo's going to pull out? <laughs> I do both. You say gimmick, right? You say gimmick. <laughs> I think it's way too easy just to say that's a gimmick. Because it sold so much. Yeah, but It was something different. They took a risk. They yeah. did something different. And you know what? A lot of they got a lot of fucking chaffa and just fucking shovelware shit on their system. Yeah. You know? But it's all third with, party shit that sucks. What's up? That's all third party shit that Yeah, and whose fault is that? Third party controller. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's it's easy to just call it a gimmick. But they tried something. They did something different. You know, and and it worked. It sold like Fucking crazy, and it worked. Zelda was a nigga game. What's up? Zelda. Which one? Both of them that came out for the Wii. Twilight Princess was awesome. Um, the, the Skyward. Wii. What's up? Not on the Wii. It was awesome. Yeah. But Skyward Sword was the one where it was more like you had to do it that way, and when it worked, it was cool. And when it didn't, it was like fifty-fifty. Um, but that wasn't the best Zelda game because dungeon-wise, it wasn't that great. Um. It was just ideas they had that didn't work out, and that's something they tried to, and it just didn't work out. That's why they're going back and they're doing the HD remake of Twilight Princess. Again, that wasn't too much of that, you know, on that one. It was a lot of that on, um, I'm wagging, wagging my hand, on Skyward Sword, uh-huh. you know? But, yeah, no, I think it is unanim- like unanimously that intro for Twilight Princess way too long. Everyone agrees on that. Like, you either went, th- got through it, or you gave up. Yeah, I gave up. And a lot of people gave up, because it w- took way too long, so I'm hoping this HD one they fix. But anyway. Mm-hmm. Also, before we go, one of the most important things that happened this year was on June 11th, and that was the first episode of Third Party Controller podcast, titled Road Trip. I wasn't on that one, was I? No, you weren't. <laughs> I didn't make my debut until Joe, episode two. Joe's actually, you know what? It's funny. I'll, I'll say this now. Um, one of our highest <laughs> listened to episodes was episode two, the diary of Joe Ramirez. <laughs> that was that was. The <laughs> always trying to get up in my business. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, on June eleventh was the first time we put him up. We started recording. I want to say February, March. You know, like <laughs> yeah, it took a long time. <laughs> it took a long time. We had so many lost went, episodes and, and shit didn't go right or. You know, thanks for everyone who stuck around with bad audio. 
Um, we're, you know, trying to get us. We would try to get it going, but uh, it's mediocre now. But yeah. it's not bad like it was before. <laughs> We've improved. But it, you know, if you've been listening from the beginning, or just started listening a couple of days, you know, a couple of episodes ago, or whatever, like thanks for listening, and you know, like thanks for sticking around. And uh, 2016 is just gonna be better. Onward and upward. Onward and upward. And you know, I just wanna, you know thank everyone uh, i want to thank everyone who was on the podcast like my cousin thudi manual our sound guy manual thank you manual for hooking us up with stuff I and mean, even though he doesn't really show up anymore i mean he's we, we're still using the mixer we're still yeah. using a lot of stuff so <laughs> yeah. he's a very important part of us uh, yeah, getting our th- sound yeah. from going shitty thank you too. for the mixer but fuck you in the same time <laughs> <laughs> uh thanks to nick and miggy from um the bits and pieces podcast and thank you to also Janice, um, Eric and Cody, Eric and Cody. Pat. Thanks, guys. Pat, Sammy, Sammy. Um, who else? <laughs> Jessica. Thanks, Ronnie Rivera, Jessica. who did the. Oh, Jessica. Yeah, thanks, Jessica, for being on there. Thanks, my, Jessica. My wife. The mention of Jessica's sister's boobs, <laughs> as well. Thank oh, you. Um, Tale of two titties. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, thanks, Ronnie Rivera, for doing the intro song for us for this episode um thank you very much man it was awesome um you can find him on youtube at youtube double dragon 805 slash double dragon 805 and then on soundcloud at draco 805 it's awesome that people actually want to hear us ramble (laughs) about the stuff that we do it's um it's uh it's really cool and it's you know it's it's at both times, it's uh, it's humbling that even anyone cares, and you know it's 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 awesome, man. And you know, hopefully, and it you know gives us an excuse to get together and yeah, yeah. do what we do. You know, yeah. it's 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 fun, and hopefully, you know, I want our I would love for our our podcast to grow, but even if it doesn't, you know, I'm Just having fun doing it. Nice it's yeah. cool, man. Yeah. It's cool. We enjoy doing this for you guys. We'll torture ourselves a little bit more next year too with like shitty, shitty stuff like shitty movies, <laughs> yeah. playing things. shitty games, uh, streaming. I, it's still on the, the table, man. We're gonna stream yeah. some stuff. And uh, real quick, um, EA, I just winked. Hit us up, homie. You, we ready? We'll I'm promote ready. that Madden 2017. I needs to pay my bills. I'll stop promoting Madden 2020 if you want. <laughs> yeah, I. You know what? I'm I'll, honestly 2016. I'm gonna call it now, guys. 2016 special guest Hideo Kojima. I can't wait. I can't wait to say during E3. Hideo, what's up, fool? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't just Jeff Keeley, get you on there. Doritos. Get you on here. Put some Doritos. Doritos. We don't, don't bring Doritos. <laughs> That's cool. Can I just eat them right there? Like, I'm crunching to Wally's talking just a little bit. Now I'll get you some bacon nuts. Anyone from One Up? Who used to be on OneUp.com, yeah. OneUp Show, James Melky, Shane Behausen, Luke you, Smith. You know who I want on the show. Who? Danshu. You know Dan who Shoe. I want. Oh, Danshu. Nope. You Sean know who Davis. I want. Sean Baby. Sean Boo. I ain't even one of those guys. Well, so it's it's not a OneUp person? It's a grudge. Luke, Luke Smith? I want the fucking magician. Oh! I want the. Ma- I want to go one-on-one with him. Who, what was his name again? Randy Pitchford. Randy Pitchford. You know, anytime you want. Joe will pick I'm you up personally. I'm challenging you to a fight. It would be fucking amazing if we you actually can, fought. You can, and I swung and he just disappeared. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit. And he's fucking he's behind like, me and knocked bitch. me the fuck out. I'm like, oh, fuck. 
He's like, what happened, Joe? I'm bitch for kick my ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of us at Third Party Controller Podcasts, we want to thank you for 2015. And we got more stuff coming in 2016. I am your host, Apollo, the creed of arts <laughs> and sound and man beauty and archery and all that good stuff. Jesse Lyra with Aphrodite, the goddess of booty hole sex <laughs> and squirting, also known as Beto Sparza. And I'm Hades, the god of the underworld, pubes, and... <laughs> And magic sprinkles. AKA Jormers. Have a good, safe 2015 and a happy new year. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done. Later. Jupiter, the king of gods. They're basically like the, the gods of fucking Greek mythology. It's just Neptune. I am Juno. <laughs> god of lesbians. <laughs> Is it really? No. Oh. God of... Uh, queen God, queen of the gods and wife of Jupiter. I am... Welcome to Third Party Control Podcast. And I am... Bologna. Goddess of war. Bologna. Also goddess of sandwiches. <laughs> Bologna. <laughs>